Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's what's your your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. It's me, Adam Beebe, your friend, and with me is my friend, Barry Johnston, and we are the uh, host of this here podcast. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story? It's where you tune in every week to listen to our friends and our new friends and old friends and, and, and people from all over tell their crazy, wild, weird, wonderful stories of true life experiences in this life. And man, this life is weird as we know it. We're living in some weird times right now for sure. But uh, let's avoid all of that talk and talk about something that's even cooler. So Barry, first of all, Hello. Hey, what's happening? Hey, proud papa. Uh, <laughs> tell us, tell us what happened. I realized uh, that I hadn't said introduce. You. I had introduced you, but I hadn't it's said fine. hello. It's fine. Tell us the good news, my my friend. Well, we had uh, we, my son. Uh, he plays in uh, Garber, uh, Oklahoma, at the uh, high school there, and they won the high school boys. Uh, Garber High School boys won the uh, class A. Uh, state championship in basketball this last weekend, so pretty big deal. Yeah, pretty big deal, man. Pretty big deal. It's a big deal because uh, you know they they worked really hard. They worked really hard for it, and uh, to see something like that happen, you know, is uh, that's something that they'll carry with them for the rest of their lives. You know, and it's it's yeah. just an amazing yeah, thing. Sure. Yeah, so. So it was amazing, man. It was a lot of fun. You know, I got a chance to go down. Um, they hold the uh, state tournament at the state fairgrounds. And uh, we got to play Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I tell you what, the final game was is it was double overtime. And we won by two points. Really? Yeah, we won by two wow. points. It was so freaking close, man. And it was the type of game where it's like, I would have loved to have won by 20, you know, just to just to. No worries, you know, just, but it wasn't that game. If you're going to win a state championship, man, it might as well be, you know, double overtime, win by two, just, you know, just the whole time, just biting your nails. It was so fun. You want some drama, man. That's going to make the story so much better later on when you told, because you can hype it up and exaggerate it so much more, give it so much more drama. That is awesome, dude. Congratulations. And put in sound effects when yeah. I did my yeah. clap earlier. I will to make it sound like it's not just yeah. not just sad old me clapping yeah. on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're ready oh, cool, for uh, yeah, we're ready for uh, for next year, man. We're getting we're getting ready. You know, they're a young team, and so uh, I'm hoping that we're. What is he? Is he? Uh, he's a sophomore. Is he a sophomore? Yeah, and he's a sophomore. Okay. Oh man, yeah. And and uh, we're losing a couple of seniors. This year but we're a pretty young team so um you know i'm knocking on wood but we're uh we're getting geared up for next year so yeah super excited and also my dad's birthday was yesterday so i gotta say that my dad's birthday was yesterday and uh shout out to yeah well it will be uh 
a couple of weeks it'll be yesterday it'll be last week now yeah that's right, that's <laughs> when right. The time this goes out. yeah so uh your dad's birthday was last week huh yeah yeah yep yeah. so that was cool well, deal. Well, and uh yeah, yeah say happy birthday to i will me. i will he's doing well he's uh funny as always you know just uh did he ever get his uh tooth replaced there in the front the, he uh, did the man god that thing yeah. that thing dude <laughs> <laughs> it's been oh uh, i i don't even know he lost his uh they give you a temporary you know and mm-hmm. that thing, dude, I think he got like three or four temporaries, you know, <laughs> because he kept losing it somehow. I don't know how you lose it, but it kept falling out. So Barry Kurt is a, a character, to say the least. Uh, if you go and listen to our Father's Day episode uh, from last year, um, you can hear some great stories about Kurt and uh, also uh, my dad and, and, and Jeff as well. Um so yeah, so that's cool. Also, you have to yeah tell Kurt happy birthday for us. I will, I will. But concentrating on uh, what we got coming up, uh, we've got some return guests to the podcast. We're pretty excited mm-hmm. about. Yeah, we've got a actually over the next few weeks we've got a string of return guests, and this week, uh, man, we got a couple of clowns. Tell you what, and I literally. mean that literally. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> As you may recall from our uh, Halloween episode memory special that we did uh, with our buddy Tron and uh, Birdshot, there was uh, Scarlet and Jeremy, and from the Cutthroat Freak Show, and they have just got back from being overseas, being clowns and entertainers in India and in Mumbai for like two months. And uh, they're here to share some stories of their adventures. Yeah, this is great. We hope you guys enjoy it. This is a perfect example of what we mean by, you know, weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. So they don't necessarily have ghosty stories or paranormal or supernatural, anything like that. But they just have these great, weird adventures of being strangers, and not just in strangers in a strange land, but being strangers than strangers in a strange land. Being professional entertainers and clowns, and you know, going over and experiencing a whole other culture where they really stick out like a dozen sore thumbs. Um, but man, they had a great time and they shared some great stories. A couple we had had to cut from being on air, um, you know, because there could be, uh, you know, international incidents. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> or <right>. am I? <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, this is it, it's really fun. There's uh, a lot of interesting stuff that and that they got into and they they're sharing with us here. So. Hey, Scarlett. Hey, Jeremy. Thank you for joining us once again. What's your weird story? Dun, dun, dun. And now, a weird story. <laughs> so, we were, like, trying to talk um, before the, this started to figure out where we should start. And I guess at the beginning. Yeah. So, yes. so we, we weren't even sure if we were going to be going to India. It was, like, one of those gigs that, like, we got through a friend of a friend that Jeremy had worked with before and that kind of thing. And like, it was one of those things like, we got a message like, hey, do you guys want to go to India in like a month? And um, so, you know, we're trying to figure all the details out. And then like at the last minute, we were like, oh shit, everything went through. I guess we're actually going to India now. 
I didn't believe it until I was actually at the airport and they let me on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way Man, those things usually work, you know. I could only imagine the uh, custom officials and the people screening all your your luggage. <laughs> yeah. We were so careful about our luggage. <laughs> we did not bring anything that looks like we might be up to anything. luckily luckily we were able to get the supplies and like we recreated everything in the show over there we didn't take any of it with us because like the cost and like even like we don't know if it's legal to take a bunch of that stuff so we were just like it'll be easier and less stress every all around to just like make it when we get there so that's kind of what ended up happening cool yeah so and i was gonna ask too uh i guess we could get to this but i was just thinking like did you have to dial any of these acts back or take some things out? <laughs> because yeah, okay, okay. it was the most dialed back show that okay. I've ever done. Okay, <laughs> it was so PG. It was cute. Okay. It was like yeah, it was definitely not the show that you would see at a dive bar anywhere in the in the states. It, yeah, right, right, so, right. Like, Right, we were doing a different version of our show. We were kind of um, making like a like we just tweaked what we already do, but made it like appropriate for that kind of an audience because it was like um, like a restaurant where people were eating dinner, and then oh, like wow. later on in the night, sometimes they would have like uh, some dancing or after party kind of stuff. But like from like you know the eight o'clock hour was like people all dressed up nice going out to dinner, and then like we were the live entertainment for wow. the restaurant, wow. which was great. But they wanted us to like fancy it up a little bit and, and like you know no firecrackers on the nuts or <laughs> <laughs> no giant buttholes. No, I have done dirtier shows for kids parties in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> India is timid. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can I could understand. Cool. I just wanted to get that out of the way because it was just a burning question I had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was um, there was us, and then they had like other performers that would like come and go. So we had, were working with different people throughout the time we were there. But like, they had a couple of like kind of burlesque go-go dancer girls, and they had to be like super covered. But still, like you know, we could wear cute, sparkly outfits. It was just like you couldn't go down as far as you can here, right? Which was fine. I'm like, okay, this is easy. Sure, cool. sure. I'll cool. save my tits for another day. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you find that difficult, or you know, is that also a major adjustment? <laughs> uh, no, I mean it was pretty easy. It's just like the same stuff I'm already doing, just without the like striptease part of it. So pretty much, you know, dancing around, doing some sideshow tricks, and like they even wanted us to do like really cheesy stuff. Um, you know, like there was one girl that did like a ribbon dance, and there was like, you know, like. I don't know. They didn't want it to be that extreme because people were eating and they were like, oh, we don't want it to be too gross or anything like you might see at like a dive bar or nightclub or something. They were right. like, no, this is a restaurant. Like, You can't be too gross. People are eating. Right. They were so worried about people's queasy stomachs and stuff. Right. Or so we tried to keep it like real like pretty sideshow as much as we could. Nice. nice. They were wrong, though, because everybody that looked super freaked out was also the person that was sitting outside smoking cigarettes, and I got to do that all the time. Right. <laughs> so I'd be out there smoking cigarettes with them, and they would be having a great time. I'd do extra shows outside on the porch That's uh, cool. with yeah. these people that everyone was so worried about. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I, a lot of times it's all about, you know, what you can do on stage and what you can do just off a of stage are completely different things. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, so like, I guess, okay, so I guess Barry got us to jump ahead of ourselves. So you flew in and it was like, um, how long was a, a flight was that? Oh, man. <laughs> too long, too long, too long. I think, um, well, it, it was weird, too, because there was, like, a ten-and-a-half-hour time change. So the actual time in the airplane to go there, we flew <clears throat> we flew from, uh, I think, from, from Charlotte to New York, and then we were doing the big flight to India from there. But we had, like, a 12-hour layover there and, like, some other weird delays. So, like, we had already been in transit for like almost the day when it came time to actually go on the flight and then i think the flight was around 14 or 15 hours that's a long trip right but you're also time traveling like 10 and a half hours right so it took about two days of airport yeah wow damn man i bet you uh, took a long nap when you finally got on the ground so. <laughs> kind of. We uh, we got there and like, however many days we'd been flying backwards in in the sky or whatever. We uh, like, we got there right as the sun was like starting to come up. So it was brains like, all fried from oh, two hours or two days <laughs> yeah. of airport, and just getting down and having this driver pick us up and seeing the weird shit of India for the first time. Yeah. Like, what the hell have we got ourselves into? <laughs> the ride from the airport to our the neighborhood we lived in was gnarly. <laughs> was it? That must have been very like, surreal. Like, oh no! Because <laughs> I'm tra- gonna have to shit bag this whole mission. There's not much traffic it wall, out right? It's actually fine, but the ride is. Like terrifying. Crazy. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna have to go through? <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, part of India were you in? Um, we were in uh, Mumbai, which used to be Bombay. Okay. And uh, we were in the the neighborhood that we were staying in was oh Baikala. Baikala, yeah. And we found out later on in our time there that people would ask us where we were staying and. We'd say Baikala, and they would be like, "Oh no! Like that was some kind of dangerous or slummy area." And we were like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my peeps." So, <laughs> how big of a, how big of a how many people live in that area? Do you know? In Mumbai, yeah, twenty-four million people. God dang. That's just a little bit bigger than our and, uh, <laughs> There's a good portion of them that just, like, sleep in the streets and the sidewalk. Like, you, every time you walk anywhere, you have to step over at least a dozen people to get what you want. Wow. Like, if you're looking for, like, a, a Red Bull or a Coca-Cola or some whatever the fuck, you got to step over some people that, like, don't have legs. Wow. Wow. And a lot of them. Yeah. Right. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, was there a... Uh, a w- did you find a lot of language barrier problems while you were there? Mm. Not really. Because okay. uh, I think that- really, they really pride themselves on uh, learning how to speak English. Yeah. So uh, I guess there's definitely a class system. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, The poorest of them don't speak a word of it. I don't know why, but Mm. they don't. But uh, most of the people, yeah, they speak at least enough. If not, there's some weird sign language where they'll, like, point to their mouth with their hand and um, uh, then open it up in front of you, trying to look for food or food money. Right. Little kids will grab a hold of your hand and, like, follow you for blocks and blocks and blocks. Like, I need milk. I need milk. No, you don't. You're, like, 12 years old. Uh, this is just the hustle you remember from when you did need milk. <laughs> right. So but there's probably it's, a lot of... It's annoying you know, and depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. So a lot of that, a lot of people do a lot of just street hustling. It seems like any, you know, big place where, you know, like, uh, I, well, I guess tourists, but foreigners go. Where foreigners seem to be pretty, you know... They, they, most places, if you're an obvious foreigner, um, you tend to be a target because they think you have money because you're obviously not from there. So that was, that's probably, you know, what I would imagine that was going on there. So Yeah, there's some of that for sure. But uh, there's also a lot of uh, hooking you up because mm-hmm. you're from somewhere else. Like I experienced yeah. both people. Hooked me up and like helped out, but uh, like walking around outside the neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't know anything about anything, they were just starving, yeah, uh, mass but, poverty. Uh, the other people that hooked me up, they hooked us up real good, so awesome. real bipolar, yeah, <laughs> right, cool. All right, so. Um, you, you know, so you land there, you've arrived at your, uh, you know, your, your digs, your home for the time. How long were you guys there? Um, we got there, I think, uh, like on December 18th. Yeah. December 18th, we started traveling and then I think we, we left on February 1st. So like a month and a half, I guess. Wow. Ish. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. We, we spent Christmas and New Year over there, which was wild. That's awesome. Oh, I can imagine. So, so yeah. So, what? Give us some. Give us your highlights. Give us your the, you know, or you know, you're you. It's your you. You know, you 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 take us where you want to go. <laughs> okay, there's so many things. Let's yeah. see. Hmm. Okay. It's time for that Mercedes story. Oh shit. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I wanted to save that one for later. <laughs> Unless you want to go with that one. Okay. Um. So okay. So like. The first week that we were there, we really didn't have that much to do. So we were like, we went out exploring the city and stuff. We went to some museums and like we went to this little area where like uh, people take ferries around in the water and like look at stuff. And for some reason, because we were like obviously foreigners or something, everyone wanted to take their picture with us. So like anytime we went to go do touristy activities, there would just be like endless lines of people wanting to like say hi and have pictures taken and like they weren't even asking for money or anything they just wanted to like say what's up which was really cool at first but then it got to be overwhelming really quickly right you're right. really into the whole idea of holy shit you're not from here right right it's really rare over right there. right now were you 
all, you know, in your clown makeup, or were you in your civvies or whatever? No, just like no. Yeah, we still look weird in. Our I mean, I, you know, <laughs> just, but like not that weird, but yeah. There's some there's some tattoos and bright hair, and like we kind of stand out even if mm. we don't have makeup on. They can tell something's up. Yeah. So, uh, so I think the first time we went down there, we like we met a lot of people, and then we um, we ended up meeting these two two people who like were kind of more chill and like not as not as overwhelming as all the picture crowds. So, like we were looking, we were trying to find some weed over there, and we were <laughs> like, man, we just need to meet some homies. And so, like we met these two homies and went back to smoke with them at their place, which ended up being across the city in one of those like little like shack towns yeah so we got to we made some really cool friends who lived in one of those shack towns and like they hooked us up with weed and like they they brought their families out to meet us and like they cooked us dinner and like like this crazy amazing hospitality from people that like don't have very much to begin with and it was it was really really nice wow it was amazing like um the price we paid for the weed was like seemed like a friend price even over there where people would probably take advantage of you and right, people right. are like they've got a whole bunch of pigeons like all like put up against every wall of the outside of their house uh-huh. and um everyone's trying to find things to feed the pigeons everyone's like coming over with their thing i met a dude that uh was um, brewing his own booze uh, somewhere, and nobody wanted to drink it. <laughs> so how did it drink some? It was great. <laughs> what was it? Was, like <laughs> he uh, said something about moonshine, and so he said that uh, he brews sunshine, <laughs> and he brought me a glass of sunshine, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Wow. It was great. It'll fuck you up. They they were saying that, like, don't drink that if you're drinking beer also, because it'll be too much to handle. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? and, and you, like, they mix it with, like, fruit juice or, like, some kind of thing. And okay. it tastes really sweet, and you can't even, you can't tell that you're drinking their version of some moonshine, but it right. will mess you up. Really wow. Some kind of 20% alcohol or something. <laughs> That's, That's cool. easy to drink. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay, so this was really cool. Um... There were lots of cats and dogs there. Like the feral cats and dogs that just live there were really friendly. And it wasn't like over here where like you can't get close to them or anything. Like they'll come right up to you. Um, you can pet them. We made some really cool dog and cat friends there. I was like sneaking the, the cats some breakfast buffet. Like, you know, some little eggs and sausage and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was wild. Um, but on... Almost the last day, like right when we were about to come home, we went to this um, like old area that was like maybe an hour out, an hour away from the city. And it was like these ancient caves that um, had been there since like the first century or something like some old, old shit. And um, they were like caves and like temples carved into the side of the of the hill, like all on it. And down like at the bottom of the hill was just like over a hundred tiny little monkeys and i think they were like maybe the cappuccin ones but i'm not sure but they were all these tiny little monkeys like babies and big ones and all kinds of monkeys and they were just playing and like they were also really friendly they'd come up to you if you had food and try to take your food and like 
they would try to take your sunglasses. So we just bought the monkeys a bunch of food and like just fed them for a while. Um, <laughs> it was really, it was crazy. Those little things were just wild. They yeah, just, just wild monkeys, man. Just wild monkeys, but they're like they're like at the park, so they're used to a lot of people right. coming there, and like they know that people are going to feed them and stuff. So they just like will come up and say what's up. I had a monkey like pulling on my dress because I had some food and he wanted it, and he just wouldn't let go. He was just like, "Hey, no, your food." <laughs> he was really persistent, <laughs> and he was like making little chatters at me, like it was crazy. Monkeys are <laughs> freaky, man. Mm-hmm. Little freaky little dudes. <laughs> they are <laughs> trying to run off with your sunglasses and shit too. Right, right. Like, you're not even gonna wear those. Come on. <laughs> Barry, have you had a bad experience with a monkey? Is that what I'm getting? Well, they they're scary, man. You know, they they look cute, man. But golly, yeah. like a chimp, a chimp can just rip your oh, face yeah. off, man. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, quite literally. Yeah, yeah, they're scary. I mean, these guys were smaller, but still like. They're they so smart. They wanted your shit. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Just think if they could, if they could, like you know, like, like conjure up a scheme, you know, like a hundred monkeys just attack <laughs> you, man. They could do some damage, man. Oh no, you wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they just don't like overrun the food cart and take yeah. all their food. Like they yeah, no them. Just they gotta storm yeah. it all at once. Right. <laughs> That's why we're better. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> We're not swimming the food cart either. <laughs> just think, just think if you had a, uh, if monkeys had the personalities or mindset of cats, oh, we'd all man. be screwed. Oh my god, <laughs> we'd all be screwed. <laughs> oh man, a monkey with the head of a cat? Oh, man. <laughs> nah, man. Didn't we? You might have just. You might have just. Uh, Started the, the whole story writing of a plot to a movie. <laughs> Genetically, like, I mean, it, it's more interesting than like snakes on a plane or whatever. Well, you yeah. know, I've always felt cats walked around on two legs. You know, we'd all be in trouble because they'd be carrying knives and they they they, oh. they would oh, just yes. kill us. They just mm-hmm. kill us all. Yep. Even though they were already carrying at least 11 or 12 knives. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. So cool. So, okay. So you went to uh, to the monkeys and, um, and the street animals. That's just, I don't know. That's just really, that's, that's so it's cool. It's sad because they're, I mean, it's sad because they're not, they don't have homes. But I mean, the monkeys need to be out in public. Everything is, but yeah. the cats, the cats and the dogs. It's sad that they don't have homes. But it, if they are behaving like that, the way they are, it seems like um, you know that's good because it seems like they're being you know they're not being treated poorly. That's sort of yeah. that's sort of the but Indian. What is a monkey home? What are you talking about? What is a monkey home? <laughs> I'm, I'm not allowed to discuss the monkey home on the air. <laughs> <All right. laughs> There's some things we just have to say off uh, the air. Yeah, hit me, hit me with that uh, once we get off it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that—that's kind of their like the Indian yeah. way of life. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like they kind of just allow animals to just do their thing, right? I mean, they they don't interfere too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems like um, 
people were taking care of them, though, like, there were always people leaving food out for the animals, and, like, it seems like they were loved, even if they weren't, like, house pets, they were, like, um, community outdoor animals. Right. Yeah, and, like, there were, you know, you definitely... Everybody was dropping off a little something for every single animal, and, like... Wow. Homeless person. Wow. Like, people yeah. are homeless too. Yeah, like, there's a. One of our friends was telling us that there's a guy around that area, and his thing is he just goes around and feeds a bunch of the stray dogs and makes sure if any of them are sick that they get, like, taken care of. And so, like, they're. They're being watched out for, I think. I feel pretty okay about the stray animals there. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, all of those stray animals were in good health. I didn't see anything that was uh, in bad shape. That's awesome. Which is weird. That is all weird. the people I mean, were. Compared yeah, to right? Barry, what do you think that people find the most far-fetched? Ghost stories or aliens as being the more unbelievable? I would say aliens. You know, I would agree with that probably too, because I think with Ghost, there's a part of the belief system that is abound throughout the world, and we want to have some kind of assurance of some form of life after death. Mm-hmm. Whereas with aliens, it's unknown for sure. It's mm-hmm. completely unknown. We have only our imagination. We don't have a lot of universal stories that we agree upon that these things exist, maybe. To believe in aliens is to believe that we are not the sole existence of this world, which goes against a lot of belief systems. It definitely does. But you know, the great thing about what we're doing here is we are open to all your stories about ghosts or aliens or anything in between or anything outside of. We're not here to judge. We're here to just talk and to share. And we don't want you to think you're crazy because you're not. Uh, Is it that time? Let's see. Hmm. Um, oh, okay. So should we, next thing could be the weird beetle nut drugs. Is it time for beetle nut drugs? Yeah, all right. Okay. Beetle nut. So there's a there was this thing that we noticed pretty soon after getting there that like um there was all this these red spit stains on everything like mm-hmm. on the ground and the roads and everything, and they have this everywhere everywhere and there's big no spitting signs. Some of them are covered in like this red spit. So we were like, what's <laughs> up with this spit? And it turns out that there's this um this thing that I think they call it like sweet bond and it's a combination of like beetle nuts and then this leaf and you chew it together and it makes your like gums red and everything but it has um and they put some tobacco in it sometimes yeah they sell it on like every corner and you can get just like this one leaf rolled up with some uh, fucking beetle nuts and uh some tobacco and some other thing. I never figured out what it was. They they mix it like a potion. They put a bunch of goop on it from jars and they sprinkle a bunch of spices and things on it to make it like it's kind of menthol-y but sweet at the same time. They put all these flavors on it. Um, but it's like got this um upper property and a lot of the like cab drivers chew it to stay awake. And people are like, Oh, if you chew this you won't sleep. So it's like their 
upper. It's like way stronger than coffee, but maybe not quite like glow level. But it's like somewhere in the middle of coffee and right. glow. They've got this weird <laughs> nut that they chewed it to get all hyped up and stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. It's the Indian. Tr- it, it, uh, they don't have truckers there that much, but it's the Indian taxi speed. Taxi. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. It's so it's like a. Uh, so it's a, you know, it's if you a, stop it, Indian the, Red uh, Bull. Kind of. <laughs> right. Uh, Red Bull is way more expensive than Bond. Red Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you wanted to get a Red Bull, that would be like uh, two, three hundred rupees. But if you uh, get some Bond, that's like 20. Wow. And that's uh, and, and so, it's, it's legal or not legal? It is. It's it is. legal, but discouraged. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. So it's like. Like uh, like tobacco or whatever here, vaping now. I yeah, guess. yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit more discouraged. Okay. <laughs> still, just as legal. Interesting. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. So of course we had to try some, and it yeah, was very gonna... disgusting. It was it was the grossest shit in the world. <laughs> Tastes terrible. Makes you spit like crazy. Do you eat it or do you spit it out? You spit it out. Okay. And, like, some people say it's okay if you swallow some of it, but, like, I wanted to spit it out as fast as possible. And then it does something to your mouth where, like, you just salivate for, like, the next 30 minutes. Even after you spit it out, you just, like, can't stop spitting. Uh, Damn. It was was really gross, but, like, of course you got to try it, right? Of course. For sure. When in Rome. Yeah, or or Mumbai, <laughs> or Mumbai, right? Yeah. What do they do in Rome? <laughs> I don't know. What's their version of bomb? Oh, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I bet they got one though. <laughs> Probably something got snorted. Because they do like like I know in South America they chew on the cocoa leaves like that's that's their yeah. thing and mm-hmm. and same deal like yeah. the coffee farmers or the whatever. I guess they chew, like I've heard, they chew on that and take their break, like coffee breaks, but they're chewing on leaves. So makes sense. Yeah, everybody. Right. Oh, yeah, man. It's good for your lungs, too, with that high elevation. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. You're supposed to chew that. And then they give, um, (laughs) I know that for the high elevation, one other thing that they they give people, they just started doing this, um, is that uh, you take Viagra. In the uh, higher elevation, um, because that's uh, uh, helping your help you out somehow. Um, really? that, not just you know keep a boner, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that on, on Top Gear several years ago. They really? were in the Andes, and uh, they had they took Viagra for uh, the fight. Oh, it's a fight out. It's, it helps out with altitude sickness. Wow, altitude sickness. Just a bu- just a yeah. bunch of. Did you know? <laughs> Chewing on some Viagra. Well, you don't chew it. You swallow it. But, you know, uh, I mean, you know, I guess you could chew, uh, you know, probably want to swallow. So, Um. (laughs) just a bunch of white dudes walking around the mountains with hard ons. Yeah. <laughs> I have never been to Machu Picchu with a hard dick. It's time to give it a try. (laughs) Put <laughs> the leaves in your mouth, man. Sounds like a good uh, sounds like a good weekend, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go with me? 
<laughs> I think I'm, I'm busy that day. I, I think. don't know how to take that question. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So. We got it all together. <laughs> so, you know, uh, sweet knob. What, what, sweet knob. Uh, sweet knob, sweet knob, n o b, sweet knob. We never figured out how it was spelled. It's pronounced like bond, but we don't know if it's bon. with a b or a p. Uh, Could be either one, or maybe uh, both. Maybe I know both. how to say it to them. <laughs> bond. There you go. Like but it's a, kind of a b and a p at the same time. If you look kind of tweaked out, they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey man, make us a bond. Exactly. That's uh. Wow. <laughs> Is that about as crazy as they get over there? With <laughs> no. With, okay. No, there was. That's like a great. Okay, so now I think this is a good segue for the crazy story. Okay. Yeah, that we were ahead. like that we were like before we got on here, we were like, should we tell that one or no? So, you know, if you need to edit it out completely yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. But oh, this please. Is a crazy you can story. always do yeah, it. You can always tell us which ones to yeah. edit out, which ones <laughs> you got a couple of weeks lean leeway here. So. Right? So this is maybe the most scary thing that happened there. Uh because everything else is pretty mild and like weird and stuff, but this was the only time that I was ever scared when I was over there. <laughs> so there was one night when we had gone, we had worked uh, like kind of a double. So we had like done a show at the one club, we'd gone to a different after party, done another show, and then we were like still like excited to do stuff. So then we got invited to this other after party. Um, that was like, oh no, wait, I'm mixing my nights up. But anyway, this is this is. No, you're right. You're no, right. no, no, because it was two different nights. One of them was good, and one of them was a disaster. Mm. Okay, so so this night we had yeah we had done something. We were still dressed up or whatever, and we had ended up going getting on the list to go to like this nightclub, like the club kind of style club where people are like, and it's and it's and it's. And, they play uh, music you don't like, but yeah. right. Right. right so we but we were still in costume and we were like yeah let's go to the club and see what happens and so we walk in and like there's maybe only an hour left before it closes so like this is like the end of the night thing we walk in um like people come up to us and offer us drinks and it's too loud to talk to anyone so we like you know get we go to somebody's booth and we get like bottle service and all this stuff and it's great and like we're having a good time and then, like, the club closes, and we everyone's got to go. So, like, one of the other performers had just gotten there, and she was like, I want to find some after party. Like, let's let's keep partying. So we were kind of, like, trying to talk to some people and see, like, who we should go party with next. And we... Maybe... I wasn't drinking that much because I was on the job. And usually <laughs> I drink way too much. <laughs> but I was on the job that night. So I wasn't really fucking with it. Well, I, I fucked with it a little, a bit. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we were trying to figure out like, where to go next or whatever. And this one dude was like, well, I have a house that's like over in this neighborhood that was like pretty close. And so he was like, come over and like have some drinks there or whatever. 
And so we were like, okay, that sounds fine. Like, that's kind of chill. We'll do that for a couple hours and then go back. Um, but what ended up happening was uh, he, like, we got in his car and we realized pretty soon that he was way too drunk to be driving. We were like, oh, no, but we're just going across town, right? Uh, no. So he ends up deciding that he wants to drive 40 minutes outside of the city to try to find some drugs. And we were like, no. So we're on this crazy, like, middle-of-the-night after-parties mission with some stranger we just met at the club who was clearly too drunk to drive. And I think he had already done all his drugs and needed to find more. So, like, he was also way... And we were like, oh, no. And so we end up and this on this... crazy-ass motherfucker that we had just picked up sitting in the... Uh, oh, no. Like, uh, right rear seat. And she was, like, losing her goddamn mind. <laughs> oh, we were all... We were all just quietly screaming on the inside for that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, we were like, okay, do we just bail on this? And then we're like, no, we're like 40 minutes out of town. We probably need to get back. And like, we might not want to try to take a cab that far. So we were on this mission. And like, we were like, okay, we either bail or we try to see if we can go home with this guy and just hope he doesn't crash into anything. Uh, so I don't know. Do you have? I, I'm sure there's more of the story. Too. <laughs> it, <laughs> it gets worse. At one point on the way to approximately where we were going, uh, this dude pulls over. He's like, "All right, we're gonna get these drugs at McDonald's." <laughs> <laughs> there's a McDonald's in the way outside of Mumbai. <laughs> okay. And apparently that's sure. like the meetup spot. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's universal. So, like, we're supposed (laughs) to be going to that spot. But before we get there, uh, he hits a a scooter on the way. But there's, like, this whole scooter gang. (laughs) And so he hits this scooter and, like, knocks a mirror off or something that doesn't really matter that much in Mumbai because everybody's knocking mirrors. (laughs) Like, the traffic is so thick. Right. (laughs) Uh, but the scooter motherfucker gets real mad and uh, chases us down. And I had to get out of the car to pee. Like, it was important. I didn't know how far I was going. So I get out of the car to pee and I come back and get back in the car. And then the whole scooter gang had been following the car the whole time. Oh, and they're mad as hell. I'm rightly so. Like, but, the guy we were with was uh, a maniac who was way too fucked up to be driving, and the scooter gang was totally on the right. But it's also scary to be right. getting chased by a scooter gang. It was like, yeah, this guy fucked up. We're not really with him. We don't even want to be. Right. But also, like, we need to get out of here. Well, I mean, you're not going to kick my ass, so I got to yeah. be loud. So everybody <laughs> in the car, except for the driver, jumped out mad as fuck, <laughs> like ready to swing. Like I thought I was gonna break my knuckles on somebody's helmet. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like everybody was like, "We gotta protect our spot, right? Even though we don't care about this spot." <laughs> So were were so how many people were in the scooter gang and were they like circling around you and like you know like <laughs> your wagon train? It yeah. was just like you would imagine from like an eighties movie. <laughs> it was dumb this. Showdown in Mumbai. <laughs> <laughs> 
just the weirdest, maddest people <laughs> jumping out of the car. <laughs> All right. So, so what happened? Did you did you end up throwing down with the scooter gang, or was it like resolved? And or you know, did you uh, make it? McDonald's. I mean, I've eventually got <laughs> we intimidated them all the way off of our tail, and uh, we made it to the McDonald's where the drugs were supposed to be. But, but I think the driver might have given him some money too. I, I want to think that he did to try to be like, "I'm sorry, I'm a dick here. Just take this money, let us go." And, and I don't know how much he gave them, but I, I think that was also part of it. Um, mm. I don't know though. But we were all yelling like, "Hey, we, we don't want any trouble. Get out! Get the fuck out!" So like. <laughs> Eventually, eventually, we did make it to the McDonald's, but like, there were never, there was never any drug meetup. So we sat <laughs> around and awkwardly had some like, um, some not burgers because there's like no beef in India. So right. the burgers were made out of some like it was like a chicken patty or something. So we had some burgers at like you know at the, by this point it's like what like six in the morning and we're like well oh yeah that I talked them out before we got to the burgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah so like after we were finally like we were away from the biker gang drama and like we had made it to the mcdonald's and this guy was still kind of being an asshole and we were like yo we, we you didn't tell us you were bringing us like 40 minutes out of town and we were like we want to go back like these like there's not no one's meeting us here like we just want to go home this is kind of not what you told us was happening and we were kind of like getting some getting a little upset with him mm -hmm. and like we were trying to figure out what we should do and at one point he does something or whatever. Jeremy just like starts about to choke him out, like, "Hey, knock it off, fucker!" You know. Oh, yeah, I just um, held that uh, like thumb palm against his uh, arteries right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And just um, waited until his face turned red a little bit, and he started to feel limp, and I let him back, and then back and forth, and back and forth for a little bit, <laughs> right before we got into McDonald's. <laughs> like, I didn't put him out. Right. <laughs> Just letting him know. Letting him know what's up. Oh, so that's. Been into <laughs> so that's probably, I can imagine, one of those uh, points when you're like, okay, I'm in a fucking foreign country in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea how to get the fuck back where we need to go. That's scary shit. So right after. Uh, <laughs> I got to, like, half-choking this dude. Uh, I was starting to think, like, maybe he's going to be mad at me in a minute. But he left the keys in the ignition. And uh, he's got a car. And so I was like, should we steal this one? <laughs> uh, that's the most I have ever thought about stealing a car. Right. I think that and was a legitimate thought did. to cross everyone's like, brain at that moment, man. No, I'll just go eat this weird chicken burger that they got way the hell out of Mumbai. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not Grand Theft Auto Mumbai. <laughs> but it was like I did not the, steal a car there. No. But it was it was a crazy enough night that like anything could have happened. And we were like, of course, we don't want to be driving around with a stolen car either, because I don't know. That just sounds bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, right plus, you probably had no fucking clue where you were. And they probably called whatever the police thing oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, we didn't want to be driving a car that was just involved in a hit and run either. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Was like the, 
because the people, the biker gang, totally took pictures of his uh, license and probably called it in and stuff. Yeah. So, like, the plates or whatever, you know, we were like, oh, yeah, we don't want to be with this guy because at some point someone's going to come looking for him and be like, hey, you did this thing last night. You're yeah. in trouble now. No kidding. So we were like, we need to get away from this dude before, it, like, this shit comes down. Um, and then, like, the ride back was terrifying, too, because he was, like, going as fast as possible and, like, you know, dodging in between between all these all this traffic and everything. Going like, the fastest of all of the driving that I experienced in India. Damn. And the whole time, like, screaming at me, why did you strangle me? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we didn't die, but it was very, it was like a white knuckle ride for, like, 40 minutes back into town. of just like this. Damn. Just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, man. But he did drop us off right where we live. Hey, well, there you go. <laughs> and wow. that scared the fuck out of me i don't yeah. want you to know where i live right <laughs> no, but uh it was weird too because even after that like he kept hitting up one of the other people there that night and being like so when are we gonna come and party that was fun let's do that again like come to my house in this totally other city and have a rave and like all this shit <laughs> and it was like he just didn't get it that like we weren't friends after that right he was just like, oh, no that was fun let's do it again damn <laughs> I like getting choked out. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> hey, no kink shaming. Anybody out there who does like to get choked out. Just, yeah, just, oh. <laughs> not my thing, but hey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we were all fucking pissed off when we got let out of his car. This, like, whatever Mercedes that has, like, lights in it on the inside. Like, uh... He's trying to be the best Uber driver in the world, putting, like, cheap LED lights on the inside of everything. And it's a Mercedes, but nothing works in it. Right. But he dropped us <laughs> off at where we live. And uh, me and Scarlett have been talking shit like, what are we going to do to this? Like, we're trying to think about, like, where are our weapons at? And we didn't bring any because we had just like come from the show. That's probably for the best, honestly. <laughs> we didn't kill a motherfucker. <laughs> but on the way out, uh, we're trying to think about, well, shit, I don't even have keys on me because, like, I don't need keys for where I'm going. It's all plastic cards. Right. And so scarlet couldn't find anything to deface the outside of his car with and i couldn't either and eventually scarlet did <laughs> we, we totally so did we not. just took some markers to all all the fuck over everything we could fucking find on the outside wait, wait, hold on. In, and the inside we totally of his car. did not take markers <laughs> <laughs> to this dude's car which was the most like the most like fuck you that we could come up with at that point. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's you know I got, I got a lot of trouble when I was uh, four years old for taking markers to the wall and to the <laughs> lamp and to the TV and to everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> yo, if that motherfucker had a hood ornament, I'd have got it. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's wild. <laughs> that's crazy stuff. Yeah. 
that was that was definitely the most intense thing that happened there. There was a lot of other fun stuff, but that was like uh, as extra as it could get, I think. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors so when you guys who who brings you who brings you over there for the shows do you have a promoter or something that brings you over or or these are just people that give you a gig over there and, and one thing leads to another Kind of. It's like um, we got this gig because there was somebody that Jeremy had worked with before and me like a little bit, but somebody contacted this person to like set up some club shows because they like had seen that kind of thing in other clubs and were like, hey, can we do this style entertainment here? And they were opening up like a new restaurant and wanted to have like international performers. So they hit this person up and then they hit us up and like, uh, you know, some other people from like around the world so there was just like mostly europeans they really wanted europeans yeah they they promoted the club when we first got there as like you know performers from london and no one was from london but that's how they were like selling it um (laughs) they told people i'm from london (laughs) (laughs) yeah the first first promo for like the first event that happened when we got there had a picture of him and it said the Irish freak <laughs> and we just giggled for like 20 minutes like what the shit that's funny <laughs> the Irish freak <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> but, like, well I okay cool yeah well, I can ride with that sure right. I'm Irish now right yeah. that's, that's funny we can get my lucky charms <laughs> oh man uh it's a there's some muslims over there in india so i don't know uh if i can eat lucky charms those things have a uh, pork right. things in them do they oh yeah mm-hmm. oh i don't know there was a lot of i mean there was plenty of pork around they just didn't have any beef but they had like lots of chicken and pork and seafood and like everything else just no beef stuff Interesting. Yeah. yeah. The Hindus uh, yeah. don't eat beef, and then the Muslim population doesn't eat uh, the pork. So, so besides, um, you know, grand, almost Grand Theft <laughs> Mumbai, um, you know, what else did you guys do for, for your entertainment besides, you know, the uh, – you, you went to the museums. You did the regular normal stuff. So after the first week when you've done all that, what else did you end up doing? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. I don't know. After the first week, it was like um, 
it was kind of like chill. We we explored the neighborhood that we were staying in, like went to eat at all the little restaurants and like checked out the little like bar spots and stuff. Um, that neighborhood was really intimidating when we first got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. I can only speak for myself, but I did not want to walk out there the first day. It is like insane with the traffic and right. the people that are like. Uh, doing this thing for money they mm-hmm. like open their hand and then like pinch their hands to and put it toward their mouth but it's just relentless and the traffic is insane mm. i've never seen traffic as bad as there so i didn't want to go out for the first like couple days that makes sense and I think the first mission uh, that I took was to go to the zoo with you, right? Yeah, there was a zoo that was down the street from where we were staying. And, uh, you know, I'm like looking on the little map and trying to see what's around to do. And I'm like, oh, a zoo, let's check that out. So we go to the zoo. This is like week one, I think. And um, they have like, you know, we go look at the prices for admission and they have like a separate price if you're a foreigner and it says like foreigner price and then like local price. And there's like a big jump, I think, because they know that like the money transfer is different. Like, right. They're just like, Hey, pay, pay the equivalent price, but in your money. So like, it was like, you know, a few hundred rupees or something, which still wasn't very much. Um, so we go in the zoo and it's like, there's not that many animals there. Uh, and a lot of it's like getting rebuilt and it's under construction and stuff. But what they did have was a really cool penguin exhibit. And that was like the main part of their zoo was the penguins. Wow. And Bullshit. <laughs> so, Bullshit. so uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this about Jeremy, but he tries to convince people everywhere we go that penguins aren't real. <laughs> they just don't exist. They're, they've never existed. He <laughs> said that in public, that I'm trying to convince people. Oh no, he is convincing them. It's working. <laughs> are not real. If you've ever seen a penguin, let me know. I'll tell you how it's not working. There's no penguins. Bullshit. Fucking zoos. That's just how they get people in. Antarctica. Bullshit. So, so after a long time of him doing this, at one point we realized that like emperor penguins are six feet tall, and so is Jeremy. <laughs> and uh, you know they kind of walk like this, and we noticed him walking a little bit like that too. So then we came up with the counter conspiracy that he is a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> So we go to the zoo and we look at the penguins and like we come out and I'm like, haha, it will be funny if I take your picture next to this like penguin that's painted on the wall. So I'm like taking the picture and all of a sudden all these people from the zoo start coming up to us and like wanting to take our picture. And like more more than the other place maybe, but like we're like, this is kind of weird. And then after a while, the um like the owner of the zoo comes out to meet us and like shakes our hand and stuff and all the security guards and like zoo attendants and everyone is like we're fucking stoked about it really stoked (laughs) and we were like what is happening and i'm like jeremy it's because you're a penguin they've never met a real one before (laughs) oh that's great and so 
it turns it turns out that eventually somebody told us what was up, and there's this uh, show um, about snakes, and it's uh, called Snake City, I think, and like there's yeah, um, there's two people. Who it's like a a man and a woman and like she's got pink hair and they both got tattoos, and we looked them up and they don't really look like us but they look enough like us if you're like if you're not used to seeing like people with lots of tattoos like in pink hair they're like it's definitely those same people right and right, so everyone right. thought they were taking their pictures with celebrities wow <laughs> and in some way they might figure it out if they like look it up but they were really stoked in the moment and we had no idea what was happening that's great that's hilarious. I'm going to have to dig, do some digging and find the uh, yeah. Snake City. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a National Geographic show. Cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I found them. So I found cool. them. Oh, that's, no, wait, that's totally you guys. <laughs> oh, man. So, were you carrying a snake at the time? No, so. <laughs> we should have been. <laughs> <laughs> we considered figuring out how to get a snake <laughs> because I have sold uh, pictures of people holding snakes in the past. Like that's pretty man. That's pretty awesome. So you guys, man, you could have milked that uh, so so much, but uh, that's oh, great. well, that's great. They thought they had the Snake City people, but really yeah. they had uh, well, they were white, so. I guess <laughs> and the, fit right, that. white and tattooed, yeah. Right, but, uh, yeah. but but really, they had the king of all penguins. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Hey Barry, yeah. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen a goat sucker? What? Goat sucker, chupacabra. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those? I haven't seen one personally, but I've heard about them. Yeah, me too. If anybody's got a goat sucking story, wait, if you got a goat sucker story, we want to hear it. If you got a Bigfoot story, we want to hear it. If you got a Loch Ness Monster story, or a Lake Champlain story, or Ogo Pogo story, or uh, an Oingo Boingo story, wait, that that was an 80s band. Anyway, you got a weird cryptid story, we want to hear it. I didn't even know what a cryptid was, man. Yeah, dude, cryptids. They're like uh, the animals that haven't been necessarily proven by science. They're the ones on the edge. You know, they're not necessarily known animals, but they're known animals. We don't have the bodies or anything like that. So they're kind of like half myth, half story based in reality, but still in that weird mystery area that we don't know about yet. Cryptids are fun. Those traffic laws, they're not really traffic laws, right? Over there. That's why it's so crazy, (laughs) right? They're kind of, yeah, they're kind of like suggestions, maybe. Like, there's lines on the road, but people don't really keep in them very much. It's sort of just like a mishmash of wherever you want to go. Right. But, like, uh, all the cars there, like, there's some, like, uh, some of the same size cars as we have over here. But a lot of them are these little, like, mini cars. Like, they're narrower and taller. Uh-huh. So, you can fit more of them in the road. So, like, even on, like, a, a you know, two-lane-sized street, there'll be three lanes of traffic, and then, mm-hmm. like, there's people on scooters that are going along the shoulder, kind of, yeah. like, making their own lane. Golly. And, you know, it's not uncommon for there to be, like, you know, three three or more people on a scooter just piled up, like, whole right. families, like, on a scooter at the same time, or people, like, carrying big things while yeah. they're driving it, like, 
nuts. They're so good at it. Like there was this like woman on the one in front of us one time and she was like sitting side saddle in her sari and she was like texting on her phone, not holding on to anything, just bouncing around on the back of the scooter, like wow. not falling off or even wow. getting a shit, like so good at it. It's like Oklahoma in the eighties. <laughs> people riding around the back of trucks, not giving a fuck, you know, <laughs> bouncing down the road. Like yesterday. Yeah. So did you guys uh, get out and form your own uh, scooter gang while you were there? Oh, that's one of my biggest regrets is that we did not. We did never have scooters. Okay, so like. I can't go buy a scooter, but I did uh, make sure to clean the white walls of my Adidas while I was there, just to make myself look that much fucking cooler. Right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you um, know, King Penguin's got to look cool. <laughs> 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 so where I worked, it made a, a, a little bit of a difference. But where I lived... Uh, God damn it! Like, uh, no, man. People just think I'm fucking balling because uh, I can keep my shoes white. Right. Look, yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm with them because I, uh, I can't own anything white because I just won't. Uh, it won't. Oh, yeah, so I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just clumsy in nature. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I was using the toothbrushes from that they would give us every night from the hotel room and the shit toothpaste to clean my shoes every day so that I could uh, just stunt on my butt by having white on my shoes. Man, I had, I didn't shower for a week, but <laughs> <laughs> but God damn it, I had white shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it went. Man, so, uh, <laughs> got whiskey on my breath and fucking stink on my tits, <laughs> but I got white shoes. Side note story: mm-hmm. uh, there were um, there was like this area by where we were staying that like you could walk through it, and it was like um, you know like a market where they were selling produce and stuff. And so we were just walking everywhere trying to check out the neighborhood, and we somehow ended up in this like back alley behind the market where there were all the animals and there was like you know like a there was like a chicken butchering cart that had like chicken meat and then live chickens right next to it and they were just all hanging out and the chickens had no idea and there were like goats and cows and everything and I'm like walking around like looking at all this stuff and I like had this really clowny cartoony moment like where you slip on a banana peel or something except instead of a banana peel it was a big soft pile of shit <laughs> so uh so I, I like almost ate shit on some actual shit in this like secret like you know cow and goat row behind the market and I think it was really entertaining for everyone there uh, <laughs> To see, like, these weird-looking foreign people walk around and, like, almost eat shit on some shit. And that was my favorite clowning act of the trip. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys ever go out in in public uh, in clown gear and do, like, some street performance type stuff? Street performance, no, but out in public in clown gear, a lot. Okay. 
Yeah. So uh, usually if we were like doing a show at night, sometimes we'd get into makeup early or like if we went out after the show, then we'd just still be like however we were from that night. So we got we got some weird conversations. It was like it's always fun to go out as a spectacle, especially mm. if people don't expect it. And you're just like this big group of people who look weird as fuck and are all like done up in some kind of thing and everyone just turns around they're like what (laughs) i can imagine i can imagine that's pretty yeah kind of magical man right you hear lots of great things about india in that way that uh you know that that the people are very hospitable and 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 very kind Mm -hmm. and but i can imagine you know very friendly yeah having a few having a few folks that don't look like they quite belong there must be you know uh, a little bit of a shock to them, so I could imagine they would they would be like, "What is going on here?" You know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone was really really nice, and they'd want to like ask us questions or take pictures. Like it would always it was a joke. Like everyone would come up and be like, "One selfie, one selfie." That's what they'd say. And so you'd always people like one selfie, and so we take selfies with them and like wave, and you know, it was it was weird. That's it was crazy. really it was fun though. It was really cute. That's cool. It is pretty cool. It would say one selfie, and then uh, after you got done, they would say, which country, which country, which country? (laughs) And you said Antarctica. (laughs) 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 I don't exist. Oh man, should have. <laughs> yeah, Next time, you go back. <laughs> or you should have said, Snake City, bitch. <laughs> oh man. That's great. Y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool, man. Well, that's, you know, yeah. I mean, it's cool to travel to places that you are the odd man out because it really gives you perspective on things. And, um, and, and, and seeing a country like that with your feet on the ground really does like you're experiencing, you're experiencing that culture. And, uh, I've always, when I travel, I always really enjoyed doing that, getting out on my own and just trying to figure it out, you know, because it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun, but you got to be careful too, because you know you never know what you could run into. You know, like you you were saying before, the crazy guy that was driving around that you just met, and now you're in a situation where oh my god, what is going on here? You know, um, yeah. it's it's crazy. I was in South America once, and a riot br- uh, broke out, and um, I didn't know what to do. You know, it's like uh, I guess we fend for ourselves here, but. Uh, yeah, it's crazy stuff, man. But but good. It's great to do that. And um, do you guys have anything like that that you, that's that's coming up? You're going to be able to travel anymore like that? Do you know? Is that on the radar? Well, I don't know. We don't have anything planned like right now. But it just kind of seems like these gigs just pop up last minute. So we're not sure. But hopefully there'll be something else. I want to. I'll go as many places as they send us. Right. See how it goes. Yeah. 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 We've got a whole shitload of the Americas coming up. Good. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna do some like touring in the states in April and May, so we may be coming soon to a city near you. Awesome. Cool. cool. 
Yeah. No, nah, for real. We're coming <laughs> to your city. Oh, really? Both of you. Oh, oh good. You. Great. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you guys. That'd be great. Yeah, well, let us Ooh. let us know when you do that. Uh, hit us with your dates, and we'll promote them. Put them up there for you awesome. guys. But, Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you guys for coming back. When are you going to be able to come to us? Well, we'd love to do that. When? Where are you? I mean, you don't have to give out your coordinates. Uh, we're in that secret spot in North Carolina. Right, right. But if you want to come down and uh, record a podcast, I've been uh, oh. trying to start my own podcast. Oh, yeah? It's called Peanut Butter Jams in that secret spot in North Carolina. Cool. Do you have any, hey, man. Do you have any recorded yet? Oh, uh, yeah, I've got a few. Cool. Uh, I'm waiting to. I've got a few uh, ready to go. With what you guys do, man, you could fucking have all kinds oh, of crazy yeah. people on, yeah. man. You know what I mean? You could have. Yeah, you know, yeah. promote that at your shows and shit, man. I mean, you could gain a following pretty quick, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a great idea, and there's really no reason for us not to do that because we mm-hmm. have the time and we go places and like. It's one of those ideas that's been tossed around before a little bit, and then sometimes it's just hard to keep up with it. But like yeah. the the peanut the peanut butter jams that he's doing is really awesome. It's like um different musicians and stuff playing in this really awesome decorated area in his RV, and so cool. like it you know different people jamming out in this in the same location. Sweet. Cool. So you have you can that's have, really cool. You can have a mobile studio basically, right? I mean that's kind of. Yeah. Hey, because that's, that's the plan. That, yeah, that's even easier, that's awesome. man. Yeah, that's cool. And that's a good. That, that's a good way to um, be well. Being mobile, I mean, that's a good way to be able to keep having people in. But that's also an interesting aspect to you know talk to people, have them come in and join you in your place and play. It's like um, what is it? NPR does that tiny concert. But even that is not the same. You know, that's not that's not that, that that's they call it tiny concert, right. but it's really it's it's a studio and the right. people. You know, I mean, I've, my friend's been on it and, and clearly you know. casted. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've got big production value on that tiny concert thing, but you know, doing it raw, like you know, <laughs> like you like you probably will be. You know, that'll be cool, man. Yeah. We'll definitely once it's up and running, let us know as well. We'll definitely um, yeah, it's promote, coming, the, but promote the fuck out of it, first. and do what you can even do a promo, That's and we'll play that as well. So, and this will be this episode will be out on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Here's oh, yeah. ah shit. <laughs> so I figured, yeah, that would be fun. Um, but yeah, if you. Um, the Irish freak on St. Patrick's Day. That's he's right. Really, he's not really a penguin, I promise. <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, your day. I hope you make me look good. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, your highness. <laughs> or sound good. How could we not make the king of all penguins? (laughs) 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 
everybody you're listening to the what's your weird story podcast you probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your itunes or your spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from we want to thank you for listening we also want to remind you to like us follow us subscribe to us make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week we'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience we can have more friends we can have more stories so thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. How yeah. about this real quick before we go? Your crew, because right. you're a very diverse crew that you're running around with. Um, so, you know, you got a couple of clowns and yourselves and, and, the, and the Irish uh, freak and uh, slash king of all penguins. And uh, I'm making that happen, by the way. Yay! <laughs> Everybody, after you listen to this, go find Cutthroat uh, Freak Show and, and hashtag King of All Penguins. Um, <laughs> it's the thing now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so you had you guys, and then uh, you had some the uh, the European performers, and so like yeah, so give us tell us a little about them as well, because I know I again from following your adventures on the social media, you had some interesting friends. Yeah. Um, so the first people that came over, there were two um, like uh, go-go dancers who were from Russia, but they were living in India already like down in Goa so I think it was like only an hour for them to fly over and perform so like they were the first people that we met and they were really nice um and then like after they went back there was a girl there was a burlesque dancer from Italy and a drag queen from LA and that was the those were the other people that we were performing with so it was a it was a really fun mix of, of people. Like I um, liked everybody that they that they brought in to do shows with. It was a really good crew. It was like a little, um, you know, a little melancholy when we all had to go home and say goodbye because we had had so much fun together. Like over that short time of just like kind of living and working together. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's not always that way though. Sometimes you get along with people like more than others, and this was like everyone everyone got along, which was really good. That's awesome. That's awesome. I got along with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So would you say it's a fairly conservative culture over there? Mm, uh, on the surface? Yeah. Conservative on the uh, paper surface. So were you but able to... as soon as you get there, nah, it's fucking fine. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Right. So you were able to breathe... Bring the freak out in some people is, is uh, what you're saying. I'm sorry, I missed the question. I said you were able to uh, you were able to bring the freak out in some people. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to all that much because I wanted to save it for the game. Right. But, uh, I had to just go like sit outside and smoke, and there was two different patios that I could smoke on. The front one where everybody can see it, or the back one where all the kitchen people can see it. And I did shit for both of them. Like I was out there lifting uh, bullshit with my eye sockets and juggling, like trying to fucking figure out what I was about to do for the actual show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
everybody was down. It was fucking red. Yeah, he's uh he's out here doing some porch party uh, uh warm up stuff for like uh you know some kind of like Bollywood actors that would come in and everything. But of course, we had no idea who like the the celebrities were over there. But apparently, we like made friends with some of them. And then oh, people wow. would come up later and tell us like, oh, do you know who that was? And we were like, no, tell us. Um, so like, yeah, I think That's we did cool. some impressive stuff by, by accident or maybe like without realizing what it was, um, which was kind of exciting. That's that cool. Is cool. That's awesome. Sweet. Did you, did you do the, um, did you do like the, uh, the, eye, the, uh, the eye socket lifting in the regular show in the dinner theater? Because I could see where that could go either way <laughs> as far as the delicate stomachs. <laughs> I did do the eye socket weightlifting with every single show. Wow. And that's, it was always dinner theater. That's the, uh, that's because they had, uh, like restricted me just a little bit. And that was the one that hit the hardest. Yeah. I can so imagine. it's a, it's uh, a the audience uh, still uh, loves a, that. It's a sight to behold. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, cool. the audience still loves it. Like some of the other shit that I do, I understand. I'm not supposed to pull my dick out. <laughs> 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 but uh, my eye sockets, uh, it's gross, but it doesn't get me fired. Yeah, so yeah. right. I do that every time. Nice. And and uh, how about and Scarlett? What did you? What was part of your regular routine? Oh, um, uh, they made a really big, beautiful ladder of swords. So I used that, um, and that was like the biggest, most like flashy prop. But they didn't have any machetes or anything over there like I usually use. So they just had to like make them out of stuff. So I think it was like kitchen knife handles on like these pieces of metal that were really shiny that were like shaped like swords. It was really cool. So I did that, and then they had made us a bed of nails. And so, like, we would take turns doing things on that. Like, uh, um, you know, he he would lay on it, and I would stand on top of him and put a mousetrap on my tongue. And then, like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I would lay on it, and he would shoot, like, grinder sparks into my mouth. And, like, so we had this whole little bit that is not usually part of the show, but we just, like, made it up because we were there, and we yeah. had some props. We were like, okay, so this is what we're doing now. That's um, cool. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing the grinder stuff in in the uh, inside as well. Yeah. They there was like a lot of um, debate over whether we could do that or not because mm. it was like no fire at all, and so we really had to try to convince them that like there's no possible way that we're going to set your club on fire with these sparks. And even then, they were like, "Don't like don't shoot it uh, up, like only shoot it down at the floor." So like we we're kind of limited with that. Um, and then like the, the only thing that they couldn't really figure out how to make for whatever reason was a grinder belt. And they kept like trying and getting it wrong and like in, in really weird ways. And so we never ended up having a grinder belt. So like Jeremy was just using an ax and like grinding off of that and shooting it at me or like, you know, down at the floor or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but that was originally supposed to be one of my acts that they wanted me to do, but it just like kind of never came together quite right. right. So we just ended up doing something different with that. That's cool. That's cool that you guys can That's cool. I mean, yeah. yeah. Change things as you need to. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. 
I was I was doing the balloon. Roll. I was doing the balloon swallow too, and that seemed to go over okay because it wasn't too gross, and it was kind of like you know a cool magic trick. Like where does it go? Mm. Everyone was like, "What?" Um, and then you know, like a lot of just dancing and being a character and just being there, and you know, like because I didn't want anything too extreme, so I'm like, "Okay, I'm just window dressing, right, kind of. Right. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do something pretty and classy, and like not really get too weird with you." <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Right. That's cool. Play to your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, that just means that we've had the weird stuff like building. And <laughs> so this tour might get even more ridiculous because we weren't able to be weird that much over the winter. So now now <laughs> right. we've, got, we've got that. Yeah. Got the pen, <laughs> the <laughs> pent up weirdness. Yeah. 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 That's great. Did you meet... <laughs> Did you meet any um, local performers that were any kind of like, um, like you know, while you were there that did similar type things or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Um, outside of the job we were doing, we met uh, a dude that is a human beatbox. And uh, he lives like. A 30-minute drive, which is probably like one mile away from the <laughs> venue that right? we were at. Right. He, um, he, showed up, he showed up at the Pigeon Porch Party in Shacktown, and that was where we met him. Um, and we were supposed to hang out at some point, but like, it never came together with schedules to do it. But like, he gave us a little like, uh, you know, demo of some of the stuff he did. And then, oh... Um, you met a uh, like a stand-up comedian and a card magician too. Oh yeah, uh, but that beatbox is the main motherfucker. <laughs> uh, the card magician, he's good, but uh, that beatbox is better. Cool deal, awesome. Well, guys, um, this has been great. Great fun, and I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. And uh, you are free uh, to come back at any time. Just hit me up. Oh, man. <laughs> we told you some shit we might not show them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. You're half the uh, world no, away it's now. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> And the girl, the babysitter girl, she picked up the phone and there was a policeman on the other side. And he said, we've tracked the phone call and it's coming from inside the house. Whoa. Yeah, dude. I love those urban legend stories. Dude, I do too. And you remember the one where the girl, it's always the babysitter or it's the kids making out in Lover's Lane. But there's the one where the girl comes up and she finds the kids are watching TV and she turns them around and their face has SpaghettiOs. Oh, man. Or the hook guy. Remember the oh, hook the guy? Oh, the hook. The hook was hanging from the rear view yeah. mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a story that is similar to any of those awesome urban legends, we want to hear it. Because, you know, those urban legends, man, they started off as somebody's true life weird story. It's got to be true somewhere. Dude, I again, uh, Scarlett and Jeremy, thank you for joining us. You guys have... Your your whole life is just is weird in its own beautiful, wonderful way. Um... So thanks for sharing your adventures. 
definitely check them out. Follow them um, on uh, Instagram, Cutthroat Freak Show and Scarlet Storm, and because uh, they're going to be touring coming up soon, I think. So just follow them. You can check out a bunch of pictures from their Indian adventures that they just described. So, Great, yeah, dude. crazy. I've never been to India, man, but I, God, I'd, I'd love to I'm go. Here. I'd love to go. Yeah, um, I, I would too. It's just, a, it's one of those areas where I think if you're uh, looking for a good adventure, India is a place yeah. you're going to find that, you know, it's just one of those, one of those spots, man, where it's just like, there's so much uh, history there and it's so cool and, mm-hmm. and to experience the way that they experienced it is, is, is valuable. It's, it's invaluable because you don't get that opportunity. You know, oftentimes yeah. when you're, when you're traveling, you know, you, you're in a hotel room and you know, you, you don't mm-hmm. sometimes venture out. Although I try to, if I'm ever in that situation, yeah. but really cool. And I can imagine that they were just looked at like, who the hell are these people? that looks so crazy, you know, that yeah. aren't like me. Well, yeah, because, well, um, yeah, because one, they're, they're, they're Westerners, you know, they're, they're, and two, they're covered in tattoos and they got crazy hair and, yeah. you know, and half the time they're dressed as clowns and the other half the time they're just dressed as clowns without the face makeup on. Yes, I mean, yes, for sure. I remember I traveled to Japan. I've been there a couple of times, which is amazing. And I will say that, you know, it's probably one of the coolest places you can go because it's just such a different, you know, culture. And, that was one thing that struck me too is because you're such a different type of a person that lives there that they're like super excited at least my interactions where people were super excited to see a white person you know in their part of the world you know and it was like right just it's just a a weird uh crazy thing and uh i can't imagine like being somewhere in a homogenous sort of culture and then you're seeing somebody that is like so different you know what i mean not all not only mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what they look like like color of their skin the way that they you know appear but like now you're thrown into the mix that like they got this crazy looking hair and like you know they're tattooed <laughs> up and it's like just not what they're used to seeing so it's really cool, man. I, you know, anybody, you know, we've talked about this before, but if you ever get a chance to travel somewhere outside of your comfort zone, please do it because it teaches you so much about yourself yeah. and about the world. And that's, you know, one of the things that, you know, we need you, the understanding of other cultures is so enriching and it also just broadens your, your mind and it broadens you to understand how, you know, it, uh, people live in other ways and that's, yeah. that's how they do it is their way of doing it. And it's just, I don't know. It's fan, it's fascinating, man. It is. Um, it's just, it's one of my favorite things, cultural studies. I love it, you know, yeah. and yeah. I wish, I wish that I had traveled more in my life and hopefully get to do some traveling more yeah. uh, in the future if we survive the plague. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. <laughs> so. Yeah. As we're talking, the CDC has, uh, has declared the coronavirus as a, a worldwide pandemic. So maybe you don't want to travel right now, but, uh, but right. once, once we yeah. get through this, yeah. these few months, or if you're extra, you're extra adventurous. I mean, really, now is the time to right. uh, get hold of those <laughs> yeah. flights. No People kidding. are not getting on airplanes. You know, yeah. they're not traveling. And that's stuff. true. And you know, that's that's one of the that's one of the things that does suck about the, what's going on. I mean, besides obviously people are getting sick and dying, 
Um, yeah. But it's just, you know, it's it's doing it's because uh, we have such knowledge of it, that, of what's going on, and we can transmit information so quickly, it's made everything, it's, you know, coming to a, a halt. It's making the entire world come to a, a, a grinding halt. Yeah. Whereas the last time we had uh, a big epidemic like this, or at least one that you know the people talk about a lot, was the Spanish flu, and that was in I think like 1918 to 1920. It was right after World War One, and it spread yeah. all over the earth and it killed a ton of uh, people. Yeah, and you know that took longer to get around, and uh, it took longer to tell people about it, and in the long run, it probably killed more people because of it, because there was not enough good information, and right. it didn't. Inform- Information and travel fast enough, but of course you also have to have good information. So you know, listen to you know the CDC and and listen to um, you the, know the people that know what they're talking reliable, about. Reliable, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. reliable sources, right? Um, people who are doctors and scientists, right? right. Um, to give you that information. So yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> international travel. Um, if you can experience it, you know, yes. go for it. It's awesome. Do it. Do it. So yeah. Thanks again uh, to our guests uh, for coming on, and uh, we look forward to talking to you guys again. Because man, like I said, just you know, they're just living is weird for most of us. Yes. You know, their everyday average is weird for most of the rest of us. So that's why we love talking to them. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, you know, not to uh, it's not so weird to you know such uh, cultured people as such as you and I, Mister oh, Johnston. Oh, of course. But, well, we, uh, we are uh, <laughs> re- refined, as as it were. Yes. <laughs> oh, my wife is laughing oh, at me well, right now. Certainly, yeah, it's starting to smell <laughs> here. So. Uh, well, well, hey, cool. join us again next week, everybody. Uh, we'll be talking to another return guest, my uh, my buddy Micah. Oh, great! And uh, you know, Micah came on. Uh, he was he and his buddy Gary were on. Uh, last year and they had uh some great stories of their adventures mike has come back and he's got some cool stories and one of the reasons that we like talking to micah and that you will hear in in the episode is that our conversations are never dull they're entertaining micah is incredibly intelligent and and well-versed on on any number of things and that our conversations just wander around and around and around on to, and change subjects so often and it's just fun it's great. and uh, it's always just a good time so that's one of the things that uh, to look forward to is like you know a couple of weird stories and then just a, a, a good weird conversation that's right well. wouldn't have it any other way man we love we love nah, having Mike on for sure yeah. yeah yeah so come back next week guys and uh, we'll do it again yeah and in the meantime and we really mean it be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it if you have a lot of them we want to hear them all we can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions whether it's sharing your stories listening rating and spreading the word about the podcast thanks for listening till next time be safe be weird
stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.